Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of White Line Fever Kicks for 2022, if that is the year it is. Um, and uh, really got to, I know, I think I've started about 10 shows by saying, got to really got to get in the habit of doing this more regularly. But anyway, it's, it's, it's the thought that counts. Um, and I think there's a very uh, important uh, um, thing happening uh, at the moment in Huddersfield, and, and that is that the uh, Rugby League Museum uh, was to be at the George, the birthplace of uh, rugby league. And by any measure, uh, is there any disputing this, uh, the, the local council, the Kirk League's council, have reneged on that agreement uh, and uh, they want to put it somewhere else in the city of Huddersfield. And again, to over, perhaps to oversimplify, our next guest will tell me if this is the case or not, the only reason Huddersfield got the Rugby League Museum was because it was going to be at the George Hotel. So it's fair to say the sport of rugby league, uh, generally, I would say, uh, outside, not just the RFL, but by extension, the entire sport of rugby league is in a bit of a pickle. And uh, the man who's been at the on the front line in these discussions with Kirkley's Council is uh, the eminent rugby league historian, Tony Collins. He's with me now. Sorry for that long-winded introduction, Tony, but what is the latest? Well, thanks for having me on, Steve. Uh, the latest is that we're really in a position of uh, limbo at the moment. Um, stop me if this gets too boring, but in um, early 2020, um, Rugby League Cares, which is the, char- I'm sure people know, is the charitable arm of uh, the Rugby Football League, um, which looks after the heritage of the game. Rugby Cares invited um, interested local authorities and other people uh, to put in a bid to host the jo- host the National Rugby League Museum. It's something we've been working on for um, since around about 2014-2015. Uh, we had a series of consultants in to advise us on the best way to go about this. Initially. Uh, Rugby League Cares had a partnership with Bradford Council, uh, who were very keen to have the museum in their um, classic Victorian town hall. But due to changing circumstances at Bradford Council, uh, um, that that partnership came to an end. So in 2020, we put out a tender to other local authorities, and uh, we have fi- we had five serious expressions of interest, and we set up an independent panel of experts to assess all five bits which I was the chair of the panel uh, but it also included um, high level museum professionals uh, um, David Hinchliffe the former Labour MP for Wakefield who was also has also been a trustee of, of various museums and, and other people on it so this was a serious body that was uh, looking in an objective way at the different bits and ultimately uh, I I don't think there's any secret, the two bids that were deemed to be the best were those of Kirklees Council, which is where Huddersfield is. It's also the council for Dewsbury and Batley. Uh, and Wigan Councils, uh, who were bidding alongside uh, Wigan Rugby League Club. However, the it was uh, we felt that Huddersfield's case was stronger because they wanted to put the Rugby League Museum in the George Hotel. Uh, and you know, the George Hotel is an iconic building, not just for rugby league, but in British sport, because how many other sports can say this is where and when our game started? 
Um, you know, if you ask football supporters where you know where was the football association founded, I'm not sure very many are going to know. But there's a significant percentage of rugby league supporters will know it's the George Hotel. So this was a fantastic offer from Kerclees Council, and it was a fantastic opportunity for the game to have a a proper national museum in the very place where the game was born. However, um, uh, over the last uh, four to five months, it's become clear that Kirklees Council no longer want the museum at the George Hotel. And they have now um, made public statements that it was never their intention to put the museum in the George Hotel. The bid was for to have a museum in Huddersfield, and they think there are plenty of other places that would be appropriate for a rugby league museum, but not the George Hotel. So we're now in a position where I guess both parties, uh, the rugby league side and Kirklees Council, are eyeing each other um, uh, with uh, neither uh, being sure about what the next step is for the other side. So we're, we're, it's, I think it's pretty, pretty fair to say we're, we're currently in a state of limbo that will probably be resolved fairly quickly. Resolve in which way? Well, that's that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. The rugby league cares. The stance of rugby league cares is that they. Um, the stance of rugby league cares is that they uh, have not been given a formal uh, business plan to site the museum anywhere else. That the original. Uh, documents that were submitted by Kirklees Council to the panel that awarded them the the, uh, the museum were explicitly based on citing the museum in the in the hotel, and that they hope that uh, Kirklees Council will come to their senses and go back to their original offer. Um, the current leadership of Kirklees Council there are. Uh, there are council elections in May, so this may change. Uh, the current leadership of Kirklees Council seems to be um, digging its feet in and basically rewriting history by saying, no, we never offered the George Hotel, uh, when it's plain to anybody who can read that that was precisely their offer. Right, so I guess the average person will be saying, well, if it's not the George, it's just not going to be in Huddersfield. So do we perhaps just not have a museum for another decade? Is that is that a, is that a, is that a possible outcome? Well, that's one of the potential outcomes. I mean, personally, I think there's still there's still uh, a lot of mileage in the idea of a museum, and there are lots of other options, including going back to some of the original uh, uh, bidders for the museum to see what whether they are still interested and what what options they can provide. At the moment, Rugby League cares preferred option is that it goes into the George Hotel. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, I think, though, there is a broader discussion to be had about um, rugby league heritage if the George isn't available to us. And, I mean, as a sidebar, uh, the, the George Hotel has laid derelict since 2013. Uh, it's not uh, a secret that many people have tried to attract uh, hotel chains to take over the, the George Hotel but they haven't found anybody willing to take it over for a whole number of reasons. Not least it's a listed building, which makes it very difficult to change. Uh, it hasn't got a, 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 a functional car park because it's right next to a railway station. Uh, so it's very difficult for, a, for to imagine how a hotel chain could do that. And in fact, there was a, a report commissioned by Kirklees Council 
in, I think, December 2021 um, that advised them that it was not viable to have a, a hotel uh, or an office block there uh, because it's not a it's not an appropriate destination. Uh, so hopefully the George Hotel will, will, will remain an option. But having said that, you know, heritage is a changing landscape at the moment. Um, so a uh, if you like a static museum a, a, a building as a museum is, is one option but there are also many examples of successful traveling museums uh, and given rugby league's um, uh, geographic spread uh, it would be good for people in Whitehaven to be able to have access to a to a rugby league museum if it was a traveling museum I mean these are some of the things we, we were keen for the actual static museum to do so um I think until we've resolved the situation with Kirklees Council, then uh, it's difficult to say where we're going to go. I mean, Rugby League Heritage will still be a major part of the game. I think one of the things that we've found, whenever we've spoken to anyone about the museum, everybody loves the idea. Everybody's got ideas about what should go in. And and also, I mean, you know, this is one of the things about the game. Everybody in the game whether fan, player, official, has got some idea of, of the fact that rugby league is a fairly unique history. It's a different history to other sports. So um, so there's a huge amount of potential. There's a huge amount of scope for a museum. And, you know, if if we don't get... If it isn't in the George, I think that's a blow because it would be an unbelievable thing to have the museum in its birthplace, in such an iconic building. But if it doesn't, I don't think that's the end of the story by a long, long way. Okay, well, I guess it's uh, it's, it's kind of symbolic, isn't it? I mean, the fact that Rugby League, um, Rugby League's birthplace has been derelict since uh, 2013 and now it's vacant and the game is still being locked out. It's kind of, people... People kind of see it as being uh, uh, symbolic of some of something broader about the wider health of the sport. Uh, well, I think there's a. I think unfortunately, what it does point to is the fact that, um, for whatever reason, the sport isn't taken as seriously as it should be by many of the people in powerful positions in the north of England, and I still think that um, in a lot of ways. Uh, rugby league is looked down upon um, to some extent that's a fault of the game in the way perhaps we promote ourselves but also I think that's just a a fact of life in British society that uh, you know British society is so class ridden people still view things through the lens of class um, uh, that rugby league is often on the receiving end of that and it doesn't get the respect and attention that it deserves even within towns like Huddersfield and there's other places I can mention uh, where it's absolutely fundamental to the history of those towns and the, the communities and the people in those towns. So I think it's it's both a problem with local authorities, it's a problem to some extent with the game, but also I think it's, it reflects a, that bigger problem. That, I mean, we've spoken about this before, about the way that rugby league is perceived and, uh, and portrays itself uh, to the wider world. And that's, that's an issue, and I think underneath, that's one of the issues here as well. Thanks for joining us, Tony, and everyone. Welcome back to the new year. And you can find us on Twitter at WLF underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash WLF podcast. And we're also now on Instagram at WLF pod and merch. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure.